Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Season three, episode nine. And last podcast episode, uh, Jenna's husband, Mike, and my husband, Corey, joined us. And um, thanks to those of you who reached out and just offered, um, yeah, just feedback on the topic that we that we discussed. We talked about Ukraine and praying for Ukraine and just really looking at world events. And um, how that related to the the mission and vision of Action One Six Nine. Now, something else that Action One Six Nine um, has been doing over the last several years, which has really been headed up by Jenna, the I want to say visionary uh, of the Daddy Daughter Dance. That is something that Action One Six Nine has also been doing. But I would love to hear Jenna just your heart um, if you could just share about the Daddy Daughter Dance because it is coming up. And I know we've got several listeners um, that tune in from your area, you know, as well as um, maybe even northern parts of Iowa and southern Minnesota and and other places. So uh, if you would just share your heart about um, what is the daddy daughter dance, why the daddy daughter dance, um, and then we'll get into scripture. Yeah. You know, for me. I feel like this was just my place, you know, within our ministry that the Lord had called me to, you know, as a little girl, I struggled in my relationship with my father. And so I just, um, as an adult and as a mother now, you know, um, I can just look back and just look at, you know, the importance of, a a father's relationship, you know, with his children and, you know, the daddy daughter dance was birthed out of the verse Malachi four, six talking about, And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of children to their fathers. And so I feel like, you know, once you come into relationship with the Lord, um, the father's heart is turned towards, is turned towards you. His heart is always turned towards you. Um, but then you begin to turn your heart towards the father. And I just feel like it's this mirror image, like in a real, a father, daughter, or father, you know, son, you know, relationship of, you know, really knowing a father's love, the father's love, you know, Lord Jesus Christ, knowing his love as a father, and then being able to imitate that, you know, to our own children. And so the daddy daughter dance is really about just strengthening the relationships between fathers and daughters. And we've talked about this before but just about how that decreases vulnerabilities, you know, um, in the lives of little girls. And so little girls just being raised in homes where they know that they are loved, um, being raised in homes where, you know, their, their father is protecting them and shepherding them and their mothers too. Um, but you know, this dance is really just about that. It's just about, um, you know, shepherding that relationship. And then also, you know, there's always, you know, ministry time with the fathers about different topics every year, you know, this year, 
I'm really excited because the theme is going to be raising daughters of peace and purity. Um, and just what does that look like? How do you raise a daughter of peace and purity? How do you guard their eyes? How do you just shepherd their little lives, you know, with technology and just all of these different things. And so we love that. Um, you know, I remember one year we did, you know, knowing, um, the different love languages, you know, of, of your daughter. And so just equipping and shepherding and just guiding those relationships is kind of what the dance is all about. It's really fun every single year to see all the little girls arrive in their fluffy little dresses and just wearing, you know, their cute little dresses and coming in with their dads and you just see their, their eyes um, light up. And for me, it's just like the memory, right? Like this, these memories that are being created that will go with them for the whole lifetime of just being able to look back and say, wow, like, you know, having the pictures and, um, one year we did crowns, we, we crowned the, the father's crowned the little girls. That was like one of the best moments I feel like I've ever witnessed. Um, Becca Shea was there. So, so many good memories and they just whispered affirmations in their daughter's ears. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a holy, like beautiful moment. It was like tears, right? It was so, it was so beautiful. And the Lord just shows up every year and just kind of guides and leads the whole event. And it's just walking it out, which is an honor. And I love doing it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's neat. Every year is, is a little bit different you know, as you're sharing, it just made me think of, yeah, the significance of the father daughter relationship and how important it is for men, you know, the men in our lives, the fathers in our lives, um, leading in honor. And like you said, Jenna, being able to help guard their daughters help. And, and, And when I say guard, you know, I always think of like, what is it that they're doing or allowing in their lives and how that can influence their child. And right. you had you had mentioned this, and I just I want to just read this, and it is from the you know from the daddy daughter dance information. But and many of you listeners, you know this, but a key, and Jenna had mentioned this, but a key to decreasing the statistics of exploitation, and not just exploitation, but we're talking about um, early substance use. Uh, self-esteem, um, which I, I mean, as, as a little girl, I think a lot, I think most little girls struggle in some way, you know, with, with um, I don't know if it's self-esteem or just, you know, learning to find their place in life. But when the father is present, when dad is present, it can build self-esteem. It can decrease vulnerabilities and use. It can decrease the chances of her Um, maybe like early, early teen pregnancy or risky behaviors. Um, So, so really vulnerability factors, like you said, Jenna are, are decreased and it's not just that, but it's, it's again, that the presence of a, of a dad is so powerful. You know, you look at like how the family is so significant and how, you know, we're going to look at this at a biblical perspective here. We are, and we'll continue to, is that the family has been under attack, like ever since, I mean, that's like part of the enemy's plan is to completely destroy what the first mandate was. Right. And what does it say in Genesis? Like the first mandate to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue, which means, I mean, that's like ruling and reigning in in a sense is to subdue, but it's between the husband and the wife and then 
the family. Okay. So you could just look at all the ways that that has been, um, that the enemy has tried to come against that and change that. Um, like there just, there's just needs to be the father, the dad's love, and then the, the mother's love as well, like in the home. So I love this event. And, and it really is, like you said, it's reflective of, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the daughters, um, to the children and the hearts of the daughters of the children to their fathers, um, which again is Malachi four, six. So past events, um, I think they've done four past events. And then this next one coming up, um, maybe just share a little bit, Jenna, you know, anything else on your heart about the daddy daughter dance, but maybe some details, because I know that when this podcast comes out, it'll be, come out the same day as the save the date, uh, for this event. Yes. The save the date should be releasing today, the day that the podcast is released and the date is going to be May 14th. Um, we start at 5 PM. Usually we get done around eight. There's a dinner serve. There's a dance. Um, there's always a time for the little girls to do some type of crafting or project, or we're thinking about doing bingo and having bingo gifts this year. So, um, just a, a really fun time. And, you know, I will say that, you know, don't hold back from bringing your really young daughters because sometimes dads, they just come for a little bit and, and the, the younger girls, they don't, they don't last as long, but then we have the older girls that shut the place down and they stay for a really long time. And there are some dads with some really good dance moves. I must say, I am surprised every year, like, wow. And it's all good, clean, fun, you know? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I'm having flashbacks of, of the, of, of the awesome dads dancing with their daughters. I mean, it is, it's so special. It's yeah. so special. Yeah. <laughs> and just the memories that that will take that the little girl will take with her forever. Like, you know, so it's so good. And it's just, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, the Bible says that, um, our eyes are the lamp to our whole body. And so one of the things that we've always talked about to the girls and to the dads, actually, especially actually just the dads is that, um, you need to be a, um, you need to be wise in the things that you're watching. You need to be wise, you know, even if things are done in secret, you know, we know that the word says that those things come to light eventually. And so you never know, um, you just never know what that could lead to. And so really it's like this, you know, it's almost like a, what is that called when you like encourage someone or like you challenge someone like, Hey, let's, let's live a holy life. Let's, let's think about the things that we're seeing, the things that we're watching, how that not only it would affect me, but it could also affect my, my children. And, you know, for a long time, I remember hearing, you know, we're willing to die for our children, but are we really willing to change for them? And so that's just something that, um, to think about. And then I was also thinking in Psalms 127, how it just talks about, <clears throat> Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with their enemies um, in the gate. And so just that Psalm that just talks about what a blessing children are and um, happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. We have a quiver full <laughs> over here. <laughs> Um, so just about shepherding, you know, shepherding the good gifts that God's given us. And, um, there's so many different verses in the Bible about children and just what a gift they are. 
And really as mothers, I don't know about you, Danielle, but they can teach us so much like in this life, like, you know, you think that we're going to teach them anything and everything and, but they end up teaching us too. So, yeah, it's since I've become a mother, it's love. Like I, I, I have come into a deeper understanding and revelation of love, like at, you know, that is choosing to be patient. That is, that is choosing to be kind. That is like, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's deepened my heart, you know? And I was just thinking that I recognize that not, not all our listeners had great experiences with their dad growing up. Um, Maybe there were some good memories. Maybe there were some not, not so good memories. Maybe there's no good memories, whatever the case, the father, God, the father, right? His love is not, is, is not reflective of our earthly dads. Like the father, God's love is not reflective of what our experience was like with our dads, right? His love, you know, God's love. I, I just like when I came into relationship with Christ in, in 2006, um, and it was really in the, in the years following that I came into a, 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 just a greater understanding of his love for me. And that, you know, it was never that like the things that happened, those weren't ever things that he wanted to have, you know, wanted to have happen. Like we, right. we live in this fallen world where everybody has choice. And unfortunately, sometimes we are, we, 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 we fall prey to somebody else's poor choice or we make poor choices. Right. You know, I'll never forget my, my, I, I had, I was newly married. My husband and I, um, we, we lived with my mom and dad for a short period of time when we just got married before we got our first house. But, um, and then of course, you know, so living with my mom and dad, um, and I, and I won't share like the full story, but I'll never forget. Like, I just had this moment. So we're praying for my dad and I just had this, it was like God's heart for my dad. Like God gave me like a deeper heart and a deeper love for my dad to understand the things in his generation, the things that hit like his dad and his dad's dad and all these, you know, all the way down, and it just, it just gave me like just a deeper love and yeah, for him. So I just, I feel like it's necessary to say like those listening, um, you know, if there was ever anything in your life, like, especially with your dad that, that was hard or, or, or whatever the case might be, um, you know, I can, I can sit here and, and have peace and saying like, my dad's amazing. Um, he, he was growing up, he was an alcoholic. Um, he's sober now, but that was hard. It was hard in our home. Um, and I went through a very lengthy process of just healing and, you know, um, forgiving too, you know, but yeah, this just makes me think of that and, and how important it is, you know, for every little girl to have a dad who's healthy and present and there. And that's not always the case you know? And so I'm so right. grateful. There's that. always, 
like moments of reconciliation, like something oh, that yeah. I heard you say is that like, you know, when you came to the father, when you came into relationship with Jesus, and I can say this for myself too, for me, it was like one of the very first things that the Lord had me do was to reconcile yeah. with oh, yeah. father and yep. just, and just, you know, and it wasn't about what he was going to say or how he was going to respond, but it was about me, like not harboring any unforgiveness or bitterness, just saying, dad, will you forgive me, you know, of the things that I did? And so, and it was just this really beautiful moment. And in that I then got this, like, just like you said, I got this, you know, this heaven, like the father's view for my father. And that just like really changed everything. And when we realize, you know, in this life, whether it's your father or a friend or a sister or brother, whatever is that the enemy, the enemy is the only one responsible that takes away a person's right to be able to choose love. And so if someone's not walking in love, it's, 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 it's not, it's the enemy, (laughs) you know, it's the enemy that takes away that ability to choose love for yourself or to choose love, you know, for others towards others. And so, um, because it's, it's being caught up in agreeing with the accuser or agreeing with harboring resentment or bitterness or whatever it is like that stuff is toxic when we hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just also wanted to say too, is I think that, you know, we are in a season and there's always an opportunity for God to bring restoration to the family. So regardless of how you grew up or how your family life was growing up, or even how it is right now, there's always an opportunity to come before Jesus and come before the father and change it and be the one that stands up in, in your family lineage and say no more and fight the good fight. Right. And change things for yourself and change things for your children and your children's children and make, make choices to do the hard work. Um, in that verse where it talks about working out, um, your salvation, which is also your healing and and deliverance. The very first word is work. And so people have to realize it's going to be work. It's going to be a process. Um, you know, there's different types of healing that can take place, but it's so worth it. And on the other side of that work is freedom and is love and is, you know, um, Jesus and imitating Jesus. Yeah. Which is the only one imitating. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. Amen. There's a scripture verse that came to mind here as we've been talking. And so Exodus 20, 12 says honor your father and your mother so that your life will be long on the fertile lands that, that the Lord, your God is giving you. So in order for glory, healing, restoration, like there needs to be honor. And I just, you know, for like, I can only personalize this. There were definitely times in my life I have dishonored, you know, my mom and dad, but since I've come into relationship with Christ and grown, that has, uh, that has changed, you know, I'm still a work in progress, but honor is so important, you know, and really looking at like, how can we honor and maybe even not just like mom and dad, but the, the ones that have gone before us, the generations that have gone before us. Like I think about Ruthie, you know, and just some of the people in my life, like honor is such a key. And so honor your father and your mother, you know, maybe like, I don't know if we have young listeners, but you know, even if you're experiencing like, I don't know, challenges or being provoked, like 
here's a challenge to honor and to pray for, you know, pray for your mom and dad, pray for honor. Anyway, there's just, there's something that happens when there's honor. Um, not that that would ever make right any kind of violation or anything like that. So I hope that makes sense. There's just, again, something very powerful and key to, um, to honor. And there's just so many scriptures about family, um, in, you know, in the Bible, um, let's try to find some other ones. Oh, here's a good one for parents. Parents don't provoke your children in a way that ends up discouraging them. Like, okay, got it. Oh my gosh. Colossians three twenty one. Let me read that again. Parents don't provoke your children in a way that ends up discouraging them. Lord, let that be a sharpening to me. to my husband, right? My son, keep your father's command. Don't abandon your mother's instruction. Proverbs 6, 12. So a mother's instruction is important as is a father's command. So again, we need father and mother, you know? So any other scriptures or thoughts, Jenna? Yeah, I was just looking in Proverbs 5 and the title is called Healing Words. And it says, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you un wrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being for from there flows the wellspring of life. And as I read that, I just was thinking about that important piece of like forgiveness and then, you know, focusing on the word of God and letting it penetrate deep, you know, um, cause there's that scripture with the different soils and how, you know, things grow or don't grow. And you just want the word of God to be, um, penetrating deep into your spirit. And, um, that's, what's going to bring us true life. And that's, what's going to bring us health. And, um, yeah, there's also a call to guard the affections of our heart. Um, so what, what does our heart seek after, you know, um, is it revenge? Is it, you know, like, what are the things that our heart is wanting or is it love and is it forgiveness? And is it the things of God? Um, because that's where life comes from our inner being. Yeah. Amen. So good soil, may there be good soil and just speak that out over our listeners, you know, the, the good soil of your heart. Um, cause we know the word as scripture says is alive and active. And so may that word, you know, may we be taking the time to get the word in the good soil. That's the thing. It's got to get planted. That's why we got to be in the word, speaking the word, meditating on the word. Here's a, here's a, 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 a maybe just a last scripture, unless you've got any more, but those who <laughs> trouble their family will inherit the wind. Woo! The fool Ooh. will be servant to the wise. Right. So if you bring trouble or harm to your family, you'll gain absolutely nothing. Um, But if you care, you know, care and bring love to your home, um, you'll only gain the same in return. So it's just again, it's honor. And, you know, how can we as as Christians be love, act in love, making sure the word is in good is in good soil. So, yeah, speak blessing blessing um to those that are listening if you know you're you are a mom or you're a dad or maybe you don't have children um but just pray for you to know the father's heart the father's love um there's none like it and um just heal any places in you where there's been um abandonment or 
um, rejection, whatever it might be. It's God's love that heals all of that and brings truth. And so, Father, I'm just so grateful for your love and that you call us into the family, into a family of God. And I just thank you for um, each person who's listening. Thank you for Jenna. Thank you for uh, just your design for family. Nothing will change it. God, thank you for your word. And thank you for um, family. Just bless family.